It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Brian, it is now time for our Dean Julia Love of the Star mailbag. And uh, we first question right out of the gate is going to kind of be an offshoot of uh, some of the stuff we were just talking about. Question from Brandon. Uh, how much credit should we give Mike McCarthy for riding with Prescott's arm, leading this offense rather than running yeah. the ball? It seems like yeah. a change of philosophy happened at the bye week. So, Brian, obviously, we don't have all the details as to where these changes come from, everything else. Uh, I, I mean, you have to give... At the very least, you would have to give credit to McCarthy for potentially accepting feedback and and implementing that. Um, my only question here that I'm not sure of is I don't know that he I don't know that Mike McCarthy makes these changes just on his own. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so because of that, I, I don't know. It's t- it's tough for me to say how how much should we give him uh, because I think that I'll give him some credit because I'm usually throwing dirt on Mike McCarthy. I'll give him some credit for listening. How about that? Sure. I'll, I'll give him credit for if in fact C.D. Lamb and Dak Prescott and 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 uh, Mike Solari and 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 Brian Schottenheimer and all those guys during the players aren't around during the uh, the buy. The players are gone. You know yeah. it's. Somebody had to determine when they did their self scout, and maybe they they always talk about the things that they do what they call across the hall. Yep. Maybe where where coaches, maybe Dan Quinn, you know, across the hall says, "Man, I could defend you guys pretty easily because this is what you do," you know. And all of a sudden, Mike McCarthy goes, "Really?" He goes, "Yeah. All I have to do is do this." He they've clearly opened this offense up. They clearly have opened it up. And the beneficiary of it has been your quarterback because I feel like he plays better when it's opened up, Mm -hmm. you know, thousand times. I'll I'll give you a dollar for every time I said it, you'd be able to retire now. Muddy, bloody Dak. Mm -hmm. That's what he is. When he gets a feel for the game being opened up, he plays well. Now there's some times in some playoff games and some big games where things have kind of gone a little sideways. You know, and, and and those are the times you go, damn, Dak, you know. But yesterday, I mean, only had one moment where I was damn Dak one time <laughs> of yeah. that whole game. You know, in the last four games, there hasn't been much damn Dak, you know. I mean, he's he's been the reason why. Like I say, yeah, you moved the ball against the Giants, but damn, you moved the ball against the Eagles last week too, you know. And yeah. and a lot of it has to do with the, the play caller, I think, is doing a much better job of understanding – what he needs to do for his quarterback. Uh, next question here from KMS22. Uh, I saw Mozzie Smith make back-to-back uh, plays early in the game yesterday. Has he been progressing on tape slash thoughts on uh, his profession from people in the building? Uh, this is Mozzie Smith yesterday, I thought, played one of his better games. Um, and Brian, I know you got a chance to to watch the tape this morning. How did yeah. you feel about him? Yeah, i tell you what, Mozzie, there was one time, and the problem, the biggest problem that Mozzie Smith has is when he's laid off the ball. But there yeah. was one time where he was so laid off the ball that he made a tackle. That it, it it happened. That it was it was a uh, uh, Saquon Barkley tries to run to his right and 
Osa's off the ball quick and they're kind of up the field and and they're and they're and Mozzie is so late that it's almost like the delay helped him get in position when Barkley came from the right side to the left side where where Mozzie was. Yeah. But the 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 biggest that's Mozzie's biggest issue. When Mozzie doesn't get off the ball, and there were a couple of times where the Giants, when they scored their touchdown, you know, the the or their first touchdown where they were running the ball, they were having some success. Mozzie got knocked around a little bit there. Mozzie wasn't as square. Mozzie base wasn't as good. But overall, though, the numbers are not going to say that Mozzie Smith has been great. And people will say, oh, well, he's a bust and all that. But I, I, I'm just telling you guys, when Mozzie Smith gets the idea down that he has to come off the ball hard every single snap and he can't take any plays off, and even when he didn't want to take a play off, he could be a little late. But when he when he plays off with everybody else, when he gets off the ball on the snap count, sees it, Mozzie Smith's a pretty good player. But Mozzie Smith is not a good player when he plays late. Yeah, which is something not, that not, and and that's I, been I a problem. I don't know about you, Brian. Do I, do you want do you kind of I, I'd have to look back at this and see, but I'm trying to remember that used to be an issue. I remember for. Taco Charlton. I yeah. I remember that as impressive. It's a of Michigan. Athlete, it's a gonna, Michigan thing. Say, they play. An, they as, play. It's a two gap stuff. Well, it's, as, it's, a, it's, as impressive as as Rashawn Gary was as an athlete, and he's been a good player. I remember Gary at times had some laid some, off the ball. Was laid off the ball at Michigan. Yeah. Is that just a Michigan thing that you have to break when they I, get here? I think it. I think it has something to do with the scheme that Michigan plays. And I guys really just do. get into those habits. They you get in, and what happens is when you get. You know, you're four plays into a drive, and now you're a little tired. And what happens? You revert back to some of your old bad habits, you know. And whereas you're like, okay, got to play a technique, got to get off the ball, can't be tired, got to get going here, got to go, got. Oh, I'm tired. I'm off the ball. I'm not. I'm getting blocked. Oh no! And then they take him out, and you're like, damn, Mozzie had three really good plays, and then one bad play where you decided that you just didn't want to come off the ball. Yeah. And I. I'm not I'm not trying to hold water for the Cowboys and the Scouts and all that cuz I I want Mozzie Smith to play well cuz he played well at Michigan. And there and there are times where you see him play well for the Dallas Cowboys. Sure. His biggest issue is getting off the football. And if you and if you ask anybody over there they will tell you that's the problem. And when he can when he gets off the football, he's a good football player. When he doesn't, he's like me trying to defend the run. He's just not he's getting blocked and and, and it's not very good. We had a couple questions here, Brian, uh, Garrett, Joe. Uh, I think we had another one in here too. Uh, people basically wanting to know: is it is it time to have a tough conversation about Jordan Lewis here? And and is he? Man, is, yeah, look, he, yeah. Look, he's a. But you have a, no choice. He's, you don't. Uh, and you really like, don't. I mean, they, they never intended for him to play as much as no, he's playing right now. Absolutely and look, not. I I will forever have a lot of respect for the competitor that Jordan Lewis is. Yeah. Um, I, by I mean, the way, he's okay. I got a report last night. Remember, he came off the yep. field. They were doing with shoulder and potential concussion thing. Late report last night, about eleven o'clock. Uh, somebody got a hold of me and told me that he's fine. Was the Good. word fine? So 
we'll see if uh, if in fact that that's true today, which I think will probably be. I was kind of worried about what they were going to do in the nickel in the post game last night. Jordan Lewis to me is a is a big culture guy that you need here. He's been a good player for you over the years. He's never been a great player, but man, it, pound for pound, one of the toughest guys on the football team. Uh, he's he's does not shy away from tackling, making plays in the run game. He's been a good cover guy for you at times in his career. The reality is he is an aging player who's starting to have some injuries. He's yeah. coming off of a serious injury last year. Uh, and and that's just kind of, you know, where they're at right now. I, I still it, it it is something where, you know, if Nashawn Wright had has been would have been healthy during this time and if he would have taken uh you, you know, stepped up more like they expected, or if Kelvin Joseph hits, Jordan Lewis probably isn't here. Um, yeah, he, he probably is a cap casualty at the end of camp or whatever sure. else. Um, yeah. but the reality is they need him and he goes out there and he competes. It's just not always going to be pretty and, and Never. He's battling his ass off. Yeah. And like I said, I'll always have a lot of respect for him because in 2018, when Chris Richard got here and they basically told him like, you, you're, you're just not going to be able to play here. You're too small. You're, you're too small. Yeah. You're you're just not going to be able to to make it here. You're, you remember they were doing things like trying to put him on offense for jet sweeps and stuff. They look were, were, look who yeah he got the last laugh. He's and, still and, here and they're and, all gone. Exactly. Yeah. I mean he's he's lasted six more years here, and so I, yeah. I have a lot of respect for Jordan Lewis. But that's just probably the reality of of where he is. Uh, last question here for you, Brian, and and it's it's again it's one that a lot of different people asked here. Uh, the Pollard versus Dowdle workload. People are wanting to know, do you think we're heading for a sort of 50-50 split? I think so. I think so. Now, Pollard, if they don't block plays cleanly, Pollard struggles. You know, I mean, he just, he hasn't, he had that ability at one time to make people miss and he just hadn't been able to do that, but they really haven't helped him. I talked about it earlier, Bobby. Tight end gets compressed. Pullers get picked off one-on-one. You know, they get picked off and now Pollard's got nowhere to go. And it's not like that all the time. I mean, he made a couple of cuts behind some really good blocking up front and was able to make some positive yards. There's something about you saw in that little flip play that that Dowdle had for 21 yards that he was made he made Ward miss. And I think Dallas blew the blocking scheme on that one. I think Tyron Smith was supposed to get Ward and he didn't, or they were flipping it off him because it tied everybody else was moving to their left. Tyron Smith was moving to his right. And then he runs into Biotish and Biotish kind of bumps him up to the second level. And it seems so they had a little bit, maybe, maybe Tyron Smith not practicing right there was kind of one of those problems you had, or he, he heard the play wrong in his head. But you see it with Dowdle, the ability to take it to explode, to be physical, to finish. I think. You know, Pollard's doing the best he can, and Pollard's done a damn good job as a pass protector. I mean, I never thought I would say those those words, but that's where we're at right yeah, now. Yeah, I, th- I think he's. I honestly, I think it's his not awareness. Just that, his he's, he's awareness not just adequate. is adequate. He's no, not adequate. He's good in pass. He's good. Now. His awareness and vision has helped them save some plays this year. But I think we're going to start seeing if if teams are going to you know Dallas. Dallas now, can maybe get teams to not play heavy box against them, though, too, by the way they're throwing the ball. Do you, do you think any of it, though, by the way, do you think any of the workload being the way that it was? I mean, maybe we're in that way, but do you think any of it had to do with Turpin wasn't in, so they were subbing Pollard in for Turpin as a receiver? Yeah. And I so think if, it, if Turpin's back, does this does it maybe not look as, as yeah. even on the carries? 
Yeah, I think so. You know, by the way, Bobby, speaking of Turpin not being in, I was worried about the return game yesterday. For as many mm-hmm. times I thought the Giants was going to punt, you know, that, that yeah. it, it, I, I don't think Deuce Vaughn is very comfortable returning punts. Yeah, I think I think it's just the just coming the, up and catching the punts. Yeah, I don't think he, it looks – he, he, he does think, the best he can. I don't, he I don't think he's afraid he can, of the contact. I don't think he's it, afraid it, of, of getting If you in could it. hand him the ball and then let him run, he would be far better at that. Yeah, he, he had a nice little – he caught a pass and fought for yeah. like five extra yards yesterday. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what he does. But – all right. Well, uh, Cowboys win this one 49 17. We got the Panthers coming up this week. Um, you know, we'll, it'll be interesting to, to turn on that tape and see, uh, how much better, uh, they are than the Giants. Uh, but we'll have a couple more episodes for you guys later this week. Uh, for Brian Broaddus, I'm Bobby Belt. We will talk to you guys again later.